Anna here. Did you know I have another podcast? And did you know it's all about failure? Well, at this point, you'd have to answer yes to both of those questions because I just told you. But my other show isn't just about failure. It's about failing your way to success. Yes, success. Because the most successful people are often just the people who've gotten up the most times after their failures. Don't believe me? Go download Fail Your Way to Success wherever you get your podcasts or go to failyourway.com for more info. Now back to the show. I'm Anna David, and I interview actors, writers, musicians, and other creatives about addiction, recovery, and sharing their dark to find their light. Well, I think that all my heroes were drug addicts. This podcast features both the interviews and the stories. The interviews often share the dark. The stories often share the light. Oh, yes. I had eight butt cakes while watching 35 forensic files, but I did not drink. Are you a light hustler? Keep listening to find out. And I was like, really? Like, that's you? That's that's it? That's what I am? I'm just bad at being uncomfortable? So simple, and it also makes me feel like it's such a dick. Hi guys, Anna David here with the podcast Light Hustler. It's about addiction recovery and sharing your dark to find your light. This is one of those episodes that's from my live storytelling show. It's somebody you've heard before. He's so good. He's a character. He's, as they say, a character. Uh, His name is Bucky Sinister. We're going to get into him in a second. Oh, who am I? If you're new to the podcast, hi, I'm a writer. I have a new book out called How to Get Successful by Fucking Up Your Life. I'm also the CEO of the company Light Hustle Publishing. We edit, we write, edit, and publish books for entrepreneurs and other thought leaders. And that's enough from me. Please give it up for Bucky Sinister. I am going to bring up our first performer. He is a regular at the show. He is sitting right behind me. He's the author of, I think, nine, I don't think he knows how many books, nine books? Yeah, I think it might be seven, I'm not sure. Between seven and nine, let's call it eight, um, including the, the very hilarious novel, Black Hole. Give it up for Bucky Sinister. All right. I'm going to start my timer because uh, I have no sense of time anymore. Um, yeah, so uh, thanks for coming, you guys. It's, uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm going to take this out. Well, not, not quite that short. Um, yeah, so I have uh, I have 14 of my original teeth left, and I have 16 years sober. So that's some kind of milestone, right? Yeah. Like it's it's like when you your sobriety years past your teeth years. I think that's good. You guys could also probably guess which drugs I liked by that by that remark. Um, so yeah, it's it's past. Uh, I think there should be a store though. I think there should be a store where you could just uh, buy buy old gifts for exes. That uh, you like in, in that box of stuff that your ex left behind in the closet, you could take that down there. Just a, like a store, just all ex's items uh, that you can't either give back to them. You don't know where they are, or they're in prison or something. Uh, speaking of prison, I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about a, a, a bad a bad date choice that I made. This being right past Valentine's Day, um, I had just gone through. Uh, uh, this is uh, I was probably in my late twenties. Uh, this is about uh, 1999 there, and uh, yes, we were partying like that. And 
and uh, he's still obviously very much using, drinking, everything. And uh, so I just come off this long, uh, horrible relationship. There was no sex in it. Uh, everything died out. So I was like a young man, uh, very, uh, very randy. And, uh, and I thought, well, you know, just the next person, the next person who shows any interest is, you know, is getting, you know, the date of her lifetime. Um, so I go to this party and, uh, all of a sudden people just start streaming out of the living room. They're just can't get out of this room fast enough. So of course I have to go in there and see what's happening. And, uh, uh, there's this woman in, in, on standing on a coffee table uh, with a mohawk, uh, and uh, she's uh, rapping uh, word for word along with Rapper's Delight. Uh, that's on the stereo. So I was like, uh, that one, please. And uh, so as soon as she's done, I was like, yeah, I think it's really cool that you like both punk and hip-hop. Me too. And uh, she goes, uh, do you like Adam Sandler movies? And I was like, what? Do you like Adam Sandler movies? I was like, yeah. It's like, do you want to watch The Wedding Singer? I was like, I, I guess, like right now, I'm like, uh, okay, sure. And she's like, I have a copy of it. Come with me. So she takes me into a bedroom in there and puts on, she has a VHS. It's a VHS days. Some of you may not know what those are, but uh, it was a, it was a way we used to watch movies. And uh, so she had a VHS of the wedding singer in her purse. And uh, she put it in this VCR and uh, we start watching this movie and, you know, and things are, things are kind of progressing kind of cuddling a little bit, start making out. The movie's pretty good, I guess. And, uh, and then at some point, you know, th- things get a little bit heavier. The, the movie's about to be over, and, and someone comes in the room and kicks us out. And uh, then we, uh, we, we move into the living room, and we, we do what young people do on the couch. And, uh, you know, and uh, she gives me her number, and uh, I, I leave. And uh, she's like, call me, and we'll go out. And uh, so I call her, and she's like, there's this uh, death metal band playing at Mission Records, which was this tiny little venue in, in San Francisco where, uh, where the, the only place I let death metal bands play. I was like, kind of like the Nordic black metal church-burning music. Uh, just, you know, real, real nice date stuff. And um, we go there, and I see who she's hanging out with, and I'm like, oh, she's not into speed metal. She's into speed and metal. And... Uh, I had just quit doing meth, like, just recently, and uh, it was because it was that bad 90s meth. I don't know if you guys remember. It wasn't that nice, like, kind of more gentle, naive 80s meth that we used to do, right? Like, back in the 80s, it was a kinder, gentler meth. You would just get a little bag of it, and uh, you, you could still snort it then. It was so innocent. And uh, you snort a line of meth, and then you just stand outside Gazzari's and think poison sounded pretty good. That's all it did to you, the, the weird... Paranoid stuff came later. Um, so I was like, oh, man, I just I just quit doing meth. I can't go back to that. Uh, so I, I saw who she was hanging out with. I was like, look, if you uh, you want to do whatever you want to do on your own time, while you're on a date with me, please don't do not do any meth. And, and she's like, <laughs> oh, okay. And then uh, about half an hour later, she's just completely lit up. And I was like, come on. I know. I can tell. Uh, and, and I thought the date was over. Um and I, I went home. Uh, the next day, I came home from work, and she was sitting outside my house. And uh, I said, hey, uh, what's going on? How do you know where I live? And uh, she's like, I'm really sorry about how the date ended. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm not on meth right now. Can I come in and talk? And, uh, and she did. Uh, I have to say at this point, you know, she was, she was really hot. And I, I was easily fooled. I didn't see past 
a few simple things I should have seen. Uh, and I, okay, but I got to, I'll, I'll get back to that in a second. I got to say what happened at this point. You know, as, as we're spinning, you know, we, we start drinking together. We get really loaded and then we start doing it again. And, and this is a little, I don't know how else to say this. Uh, I start going down on her and it's, <laughs> and right up on her thigh, she has a tattoo, but it's really dark in that room and I can't see what it is. And, but I'm pretty sure it's a, uh, it's a tattoo of a, of a vagina. I think it's, I, I there's a tattoo of a pussy next to her pussy. And I was like, why would someone do that? Why would this, is it a decoy? You know, is this, is this like when the coyote paints like the, the fake tunnel for the roadrunner? Am I like, but like, you know, just whatever in case, like you're, you're about to get assaulted or something like, you know, the, you know, someone might put it in the, in the thigh and instead, and then you have a chance to get away. I don't know. It's not the worst idea. In the light of the day, the next morning, I, I see it for what it is. It's a uh, John Wayne Gacy clown face. Uh, it's a Pogo the Clown uh, right there, right? I had, you know, my, my cheek nuzzled against old John. And, I, you know, I start to rethink things, but I'm still not really. I mean, uh, she's pretty cool. She's got a mohawk. He dresses real well. Uh, you know, maybe we can see past this. Uh, just... So I, I'm I'm out uh, on Valencia Street. I go into my friend's clothing store. Uh, my friend Heather ran his clothing store, and she it was her party that that I, I met Mohawk Girl at. And uh, she yells across the room, uh, 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 "Who is who is that tweaker you fucked at my house?" And I said, "That was your roommate, or that who you're talking about?" She's like, "That wasn't my roommate. Nobody knew her." She wandered into the party. She dropped all her dirty, tweakier, crusty punk clothes and took my roommate's clothes, put them on, and walked out with them. You either need to get her clothes back or give me $200. And uh, this is when it started to put together that my date was a homeless gutter punk. And... You know, I just didn't see it. And from there, I, I start hearing very disturbing stories around town. Uh, people saying things like, hey, man, I met your girlfriend the other night. Uh, we were over at the Midtown, and uh, the original McCarthy's were playing, and the lead singer said that her mohawk made her look like a man. So she beat the crap out of him, and the show ended. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, that's actually pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, but I was like, she's not my girlfriend, but I do know who you're talking about. Um, and she just kept showing up everywhere that I was. Uh, somehow she found out. I tried to go on a date with someone else, and she interfered. She showed up at the bar we were at and was just like, get away from my man. And uh, kind of cleared the bar out. Everyone was kind of afraid of her, and... I didn't, it just took me forever to figure it out. So, uh, finally, finally, like after, like, you know, I was like, how do I get rid of her? Like, what do I do? Um, she's starting to scare me now. 
And uh, she she approached me one time like at at my house. She was on the uh, porch when I got home from work, and she said, uh, "I got some bad news. Uh, my boyfriend just got out of prison, and I'm hopping a train to go see him. Uh, so I think I think it's over." And I was like, "I I'm really upset, and and you know I'm trying not to uh, I'm trying not to look too eager to let this thing break up." Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I, I want her to break up with me, but I don't want to look like it, like I'm too eager. And, uh, cause I'm still a little afraid. And, uh, so I was like, I, I think that's, I'm really heartbroken, but I think that's, uh, I think that's best for both of us. Uh, so there you go. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So I dated a homeless lady for a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> things are a little bit different now. And, uh, I, I, uh, I'm still kind of clueless as far as dating goes. Uh, I'm dating someone now. Uh, I did not know that we were dating uh, until until she got me back to her house. It was kind of like a pigeon trap. If you've ever seen that with a cardboard box and a stick and a string, I just kind of live my life and all of a sudden, and every once in a while, the cardboard box falls over me and I realize, oh, I have a girlfriend. Okay, and uh, that's pretty much how it goes. All right, uh, that's it for me.